I can't have caffeine really like after two o'clock. I run hard all day and then I just shut down. But if I have it like after two o'clock, while I will still fall asleep, I will not sleep well. Yeah. So I am literally like writhing in the bed because I just, my body is restless. How you brewing? It's time to get ground to earth. I'm David. And I'm Josiah. We're back for another round of unpretentious coffee talk. That's right. Today we're diving into the world of coffee's most famous compound, caffeine. What does it do to your body? How much is too much? And how does it affect your cup? Well, I know I'm already feeling the effects this morning and I'm excited. And I'm not because I haven't had any <laughs> coffee yet. So I really well, am we excited. Need, we need to remedy this because I need to know, Josiah... What's in the cup? I'm ready to guess, man. It's time for our favorite part of the day. What's in the cup? If you haven't tuned in yet, this is your first time with us. Today, we're drinking a cup of coffee. David has no idea what is in this cup. Not a clue. And his only goal is to guess at least one of the three tasting notes listed by the roaster themselves. I'm getting better. But I'm still a total noob, so you're growing. And and the good thing, the reality is we all have individual, unique palettes with different experience. So there's no real wrong answer. But David wants to see if he can expand his vocabulary, figure out how to describe his coffees. There's also something on the line here, which is as long as I guess one, the bag of coffee is mine. It's so yours. I, I have not bought any coffee. So I'm running really low. So I need to fill up. The coffers here. So yeah. this is really important to my financial situation right now. It really <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, let's go. Let's go to taste. Go. Whoa, okay. There's a fruit in here. I I, I can neither I, confirm or okay. deny. <laughs> There's a fruit here, which I like. I, I like. I like it too. Wow, is it? Now, I feel like I do get to ask, are the notes all related to other foods or is there like body or general? There's there. Yes. And no, there's there is a little bit of a distinguisher, but that yes, they are all foods. When you say foods, like if I reference another food that it tastes like, would that be? You want all the hints right now. No, yeah, there isn't. We don't see the full-bodied type of descriptions that you have previously guessed in other episodes. Oh, man. This is so frustrating because I feel like I have had this note in a cup of coffee before. And the fact that it's coming back to me and I'm not able to recall it is... (laughs) uh, I'll say everything everything that the roaster says that you should taste is familiar to you. All right. I'm going to guess raspberries. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess... I'm actually going to guess chocolate. Okay. I feel some cocoa in there. You only need one of these to be right. I know. Raspberries, chocolate. I'm going to say apple cider. Apple cider. Okay. Okay, apple the cider. The way you said that, though, is not 
not exciting to me. <laughs> but I mean, it, wait, if it's just Apple, do I get credit for that? Um, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Then okay. I'll just say Apple. All right, let's talk about the coffee we have today. Ooh. We've got coffee from Alert. Oh, okay. Alert is a local roaster, newer to okay. the area. They've been around for not even a year yet. Okay. Um, they're they're good people. It's, it's a good cup of coffee. Shout out to a, Alert. It's because... a great cup of coffee. Um, this is Ethiopian coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, hold on. From uh, from the Goma district. Okay. Okay. All Go, right. Goma. I'm just very excited about this coffee. And now we're going to unveil. Okay. What the tasting notes were. All right. You ready? I'm ready. So we have <laughs> wrong fruit. Orange. Okay. okay. Right. Um, you were in the fruit category. You know, and, you were and that's so what's close. frustrating is now now I instantly taste that it's orange. Right. Yeah. The power of suggestion All is right. beautiful. Now, now th this next one's going to kill you uh, because there's lemon zest. So we're in the citrus family. Oh, man. man I, Not when, berries? Oh, yeah. When you said berries, I was so bummed for you because I wanted you to be right this time. Okay. And the very last one is wet rose. Wet rose? Wet rose. Not just any old rose. But there's something about Ethiopian coffees. This is also a natural, which means there was some particles of the fruit left on it. Yeah. Which produced that fermentation. Yes. Which is which I gave a little bit of it highlights those funky, but also in this case, very fruity flavors. Yeah, I mean I'm a sucker for that that type of fermentation. Oh man. Good stuff. It's very good cup of coffee. All right, man. Cheers. Let's talk about caffeine. All right. I'm so, jacked up already. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to feel it. Um, they actually say that you will feel caffeine about 30 to 60 minutes after you consume it. Uh, well, that's I've been consuming it for a couple of hours now already. So. And I, I've had it for minutes, but I, I am beginning to feel it. Um, caffeine is an alkaloid plant toxin. Okay. All that means. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, it's a naturally organic occurring compound that has at least one nitrogen atom in it. Okay. Well, I, I took like four years of chemistry, so I understand you so far on that. And I am not a chemist at all. Yeah, so but, I'm not pretending to know all But if of you this. start asking me to balance chemical equations, that information has left long, 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 long time Chemistry ago. was the least of my sciences, at least in uh, my report. So it's not, it's not unique. To coffee. Yeah, it's not in coffee only, but coffee is very famous for caffeine. And as far as I know, there's a relationship too between the word coffee, the word caffeine. I believe that caffeine was derived from the word coffee. Coffee has been around for a very, 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 very long time. And chemists, scientists were very interested in what was giving people the feeling that they were acquiring when they were drinking this cup of coffee. And Caffeine is in chocolate. It is in the flowers of citrus fruits. Oh. Yes. It just the flower though? Just the flower. Okay. It's in tea. It's in a handful of other things, but caffeine is all over the place. So if we, is there like an alternate industry that we could create where we like start steeping uh, citrus blossoms? Maybe. And then, you know, get people jacked up on caffeine from that? Well, I, I think that we totally could. I don't know that we will. I, I, I can pretty much tell you we won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's crazy because caffeine actually acts as a pesticide naturally by these oh, okay. plants. So there are different insects that it, caffeine is actually toxic to them. Okay. 
But primarily, it's the bitterness of the caffeine that, I guess, um, scares away these, whether it's ants, maybe it's not ants. It's a list of different bugs. insects. Bugs. There are these bugs that will come and try to take these plants' life source. Okay. And the caffeine itself naturally acts as a repellent against them. Okay. Uh, and then there are also other studies. I haven't dived into this much at all, but showing that caffeine can actually improve the memory of bees. These bees that show up to flowers. It's very interesting, all of the impacts that caffeine can have on insects. So caffeine has a lot of crazy effects on bugs. Okay. But it also has a very significant effect on us. Okay. And that's something we've been talking about in this episode already. I mean, we are drawn to caffeine. What is it about caffeine? I, I want to ask you this. How do you feel when you drink a cup of coffee? What impact does it have on you? Well, it depends on if we're talking about early in the morning or if we're talking about after 2 right. p.m. Well, let's <laughs> so, talk about the first thing in the okay. morning. First thing in the morning, definitely it's a stimulant. Right. right. So it um, for most people, it gets them going. I think some people will, you know, they have that. Oh, I can't start my day without caffeine for me. I don't know if I get going from caffeine mentally, but I definitely feel the effects when I don't have caffeine in the morning. Same. So here, here, here's the thing. Here's my relationship to coffee or caffeine. Go ahead. Ready? I can't have caffeine really like after two o'clock. All right. And and here's why. Because ca the caffeine in coffee will not keep me awake. I can't when if I'm getting tired, I run hard all day and then I just shut down. Mm. I can't have caffeine in anything to keep me awake. But if I have it like after two o'clock, while I will still fall asleep, I will not sleep well. Yeah. So I am literally like writhing in the bed. Because I just, my body is restless. Right. But I'm not awake or alert enough to get up and do something. And I've, I felt the very same way. In seasons, it's been different. And probably because my brain has adjusted to the amount of caffeine that I had in my life. But I definitely know that it feeling exactly. And I'll tell you, it was like one day, like a, a light switch happened. Because caffeine did not used to affect me that way. I, I always come back to this one event and it's probably only because I remember it, but I made just a ton of espresso for some guests and we're having a good time. It was kind of late. And that night I did not feel good. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't. And from that point on, I feel like I can't have caffeine after like 2, 2 p.m. And there's a reason for that. Okay. Because the caffeine is, is having a very specific impact on your brain. So there are uh, neurotrans, oh my gosh, neurotransmitter receptors. That's what they're called. They are. There are neurotransmitter receptors um, that are acting against something called adenosine in your brain. They're acting as a block. And adenosine gives you the ability to relax, take it easy, um, sometimes even feel a little bit drowsy. And so when caffeine comes in and it blocks adenosine in the brain, you feel more alive. You feel more awake. And this is the feeling that we all know and love. And it's funny, as much as I say that I probably, I don't drink coffee for its stimulant effect or um, maybe feel like I notice it, it probably does affect me more than I acknowledge or I'm totally. aware of. 
I never wanted to admit that that was a reality for me. And I think it's because in seasons of my life, I was so um, used to caffeine being in my system that it didn't have that significant of an effect regardless of when I drank it. But now I feel very much the same. Yeah. And I don't like it. You think you drink more coffee than water? Some days. And it's oh, not, that's not good. good man. It's not good because I begin to get a headache. Yeah. And I've been wondering if that headache comes from withdrawals. Or you're just dehydrated. Caffeine. I think you're just maybe there's, dehydrated. Well, yeah, there's definitely dehydration in my headache. Big yeah. time. Okay. I, have, I have water over there that I, I haven't even drank water today. See, I had to start doing a thing. I had sparkling water. I had to start doing a thing where What's that thing? I, I start the day with like a glass of water. Yeah. Got to get the kidneys going, I used, man. I used to do that. I would try to drink a whole bottle of water before I even started my Why'd day. Why'd you stop? And when I say used to, I mean like three days ago. <laughs> I have been doing it. I've been doing it for a significant amount of time because I changed my diet. Okay. I was like, man, I, I want to be more hydrated. And there was a whole conversation, maybe even a whole other episode, about whether or not coffee, coffee dehydrates you. Oh, see, I know the answer to this one. And we do know the answer. And, and the answer but is- But I'm not, not going to say. The answer is a mystery until we talk about it. Yeah, at a later you're just going to have know? to wait. Exactly. Caffeine has other negative impacts. And this is, this is for all my decaffeinated folks out there who get decaffeinated coffee at all times because it does have a significant effect on their body in a way that produces sometimes jitteriness, anxiety, maybe even mild insomnia. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to attribute any such titles to you no i appreciate um, that yes. I, I refuse to accept that title it is I know. and i that know label. and i know that you will because so often i've come over to your house you've allowed me into your home and uh when i'm at your house oftentimes you'll offer me a coffee at like 8 p.m yeah and and, and it's funny like, to hear you say like well yeah it, it doesn't impact me well so, but there's a social aspect that just draws me to it i feel like right i got Right. You know that it, even though you may not have a good night's sleep, or, you had a really good night with your friends. Or when, when Roy brings a, a geisha coffee back with a him from a rare trip. coffee that he paid $40 for 100 ounce. I say 100 ounces? Yeah. 120 grams. 100 grams. 120. 120 grams. Comes out to six and change I per ounces. My goodness. Dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But see, when somebody does that, you just say, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. At some point though, I wonder if your body just gets used to it enough. Are you telling me that I just need to keep drinking coffee at night and acclimate myself? Yeah. Or? Acclimate yourself so that your body just knows. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. I could, I could suffer for a long time before that would have any fruit. I agree because of what's happening in your brain. So we know that caffeine can have a, a negative impact on you. And anybody who really loves caffeine has probably felt the effects of withdrawals. You can experience withdrawal from caffeine for 24 hours to three days. Yeah, I've, I've done the quits before and it does not feel good. It doesn't feel good. How just, long did it last I just you? invented that, the quits. The quits? I've done the quits. How long uh, until the quits, you know, like <laughs> kind of faded away and you realized I, I can live without it? Um, it takes about three days. It did take three days. Yeah, for sure. And that's for someone who has coffee every single day. Yeah. I think the real question is, is caffeine in your coffee, is it healthy? But also how much is too much? 
how are coffee and caffeine linked and what what does that mean for an avid coffee drinker? All right. After the break. All right. So I think the question we really want to know is how much caffeine is in a single cup of coffee? It's not so easy to say because there's caffeine, like we said, and a ton of other stuff, sodas, energy drinks. And in those, they will have listed 23 milligrams of caffeine, but it's not that way with coffee. Okay. You're not going to find it on your coffee bag. This is how much caffeine this has. Poor K. Poor K. Coffee has many different factors that are going to influence the amount of caffeine that are in your cup. Okay. What are those factors? Varietal of coffee, for example. Like the species? Um, Yes. The species of coffee, such as Robusta, has about twice the amount of caffeine in a single bean of coffee than Arabica coffee does. So if if somebody wants like a jolt, they need to go seek out uh, Robusta varietal? There you go. They like go that. go find some robust. It's the it's the jolt of uh, of coffee. Yes, it's some of those wake up beans, and and sometimes you you will find coffee companies that are going to advertise their caffeine. Oh. They're going to say we've got this coffee will wake you up a little bit more. Oh, really? For example, there's a popular YouTuber, and the way she is selling her coffee is by saying this is your wake up coffee, uh-huh. this is your study coffee. This is your chill by the co- the pool coffee. Oh. All right. And Summer breeze. So maybe somebody should see the, the varietal on the back and see if it matches up. And maybe they should, if there's any varietal on the back of that coffee, yeah, which sure. right. we, like, we like it when there is. But that's not the only impact. Roasting. Roasting has a unique impact on the caffeine in your coffee. All right. So I'll just ask the question then. Yeah. Less roasting, lighter roast, is that more or less caffeine? I'm, I'm guessing that with less roasting, it retains the caffeine. You're absolutely right. All right. Yep. You have the opportunity to maintain more of that naturally organic occurring compound within your coffee instead of roasting it out. Okay. Know? So that's something that we pay close attention to. The roasting process does have an impact. The next thing that has an impact is the brewing method. The way that you brew your coffee is going to differently impact the amount of caffeine that you get. Sometimes it's because of um, the amount of water or the type of filter, like all of that. The fact that in an AeroPress, you're only able to brew so much coffee. Okay. You're going to end up having less caffeine than you might have in your Chemex. Okay. And I'm assuming that uh, something like espresso is going to have higher concentrations of caffeine. And that's what's very interesting because it's not only the, the brewing method, but it also is the amount of coffee. Okay. So you got to think in your espresso, you might be using the same amount of coffee if we're talking in terms of grams as you are in a single cup of coffee. Okay. It just depends on the amount of coffee that you're using. Uh, But caffeine in an espresso is actually significantly less than it would be in just your brewed cup of coffee. Oh, really? It is. 
it, it, it people just feel like they're getting a jolt because they're just drinking less. But if you were to extract that coffee to a typical cup of coffee, you would actually get more caffeine out of it. Yeah. Okay. So there, there are several studies, but one of them, and I say one of them, I found an article in Healthline that breaks down sort of an estimate of about how much caffeine is in your cup of coffee. And in regular brewed coffee, you're going to find somewhere from 80 to 140 milligrams in your cup of coffee. Whereas your espresso could have anywhere from 40 to about 80. Okay. Using the same amount of beans? I think it's just on average of the amount of liquid you're consuming okay. too. So your cup of coffee will be about eight ounces of coffee. Okay. Um, the, re- the recipe is going to be different. That's why there's this range of maybe anywhere from 80 to 140. Sure. Um, for example, our coffee shop, my coffee shop, the coffee shop that I work at every day, we give a 12-ounce batch brew. Okay. So that's probably going to look more like 120 grams, milligrams. Woo! Not 120 yeah, grams. I think I'd be on the floor. Yeah, you, well, exactly. Um, it, it, it's closer to 100 grams. No, milligrams? It's closer. <laughs> I'm trying to kill somebody, Roy. <sighs> It's closer to 120 milligrams of caffeine in that cup of coffee. And then the espresso, on the other hand, is going to have closer to 60, 65, 70, 75, or 80, or 85 milligrams. A high (laughs) degree of variability there. Yeah. No, there's variability in all of it. But that espresso will have in that range 60 to 80 milligrams of caffeine. But But because I drink that in like... Two split minutes. Split second, yeah. you'll feel the caffeine much quicker. Two than, minutes in a split second is very... <laughs> you're right. Well, it depends. It's, you know, some people like to... Yeah. Their espresso true. and then other people like just to... just down it? Yeah. Well, oftentimes I like to down it. But I, I enjoy it at first. Yeah. And then I consume it. But you feel the effect. You, you've got all that coffee in in a much lower amount of liquid, but it's a higher concentration of sure. the coffee itself. Um. And, and it kicks in faster because you've already consumed it. Um, the number one, I guess, passage is through your esophagus. That is where the caffeine makes its way into your bloodstream. Okay. And at that point, you begin feeling coffee. But when you're drinking your black cup of coffee, you might feel a little, little bit slower because you're sipping at it okay. for maybe 20 to 30 minutes. Or, yeah. I Or 10 minutes. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll go longer than that. I guess I'm drinking. Oh, you go even longer. Yeah, than the, the thermos minutes. keeps it warm. And I just kind of nurse it. Uh, I like it morning. hot, man. I like it hot, like really hot. And oh, so really? once I start to feel it cool off, it's gone. 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 Okay. So that's an important factor. All right. Any more factors? Those are the factors. There are plenty of other factors, but those are some of the big ones. Okay. I know that you're a tea guy. Whoa, let's not let's not offend anybody here. <laughs> I do also you enjoy, enjoy tea. I, tea, yes, and maybe for its caffeine. No, well, you may not know it, but your brain does because gram for gram, your tea has more caffeine than coffee does. Really, it does. Okay. However, when you're brewing a single cup of tea versus coffee, you're gonna have a lot more caffeine from your cup of coffee because you're using a lot more 
coffee okay. to brew that cup. All right. Then you are actual tea to get your cup of tea. All right. That makes sense. Yes. So what's interesting is that they also say that 400 milligrams is probably the daily limit um, or top of the, the average you should have okay. um, on a daily basis. All right. So 400 milligrams, I should probably call it quits on the caffeine. Yes. We start to move from positive effects to deleterious effects. Right. There you go. So if we're talking those 12 ounces, you're not going to want more than four cups of the caffeine daily. Okay. Now, you, there are many people who will be able to do more. There are going to be people who are going to write in our comment section and say, are you kidding me? I have at least 10 cups a day. Um, but it, that, that's what's recommended okay. to be healthy. Uh, for pregnant women, it's probably even half of that. Okay. But the, the 400 limit is under 400. Right. Hey, it's great. Positive effects. Above 400 seems to be when the deleterious effects kick in. Yes. And- okay. I think the question everybody's wanting to know is how much caffeine until I'm dead? Uh, well, you know, I don't know that I've ever... Maybe, well, yes. How much caffeine until because I'm dead? Because it is. I mean, it, it enhances your ability to okay. perform. It's like anything, right? In life. It, like anything. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. There you go. Right? Okay. So, I mean, you can you can get water poisoning from drinking too much water too quickly. Yeah. Okay. So, so how much caffeine until like, you know, I'm in the hospital? It's about 10 grams of pure caffeine. So not milligrams like we've been talking. Not milligrams. That's a, that's a lot of coffee. That is a lot of coffee. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look like somewhere between... 50. Remember, there are many variables that affect the amount of caffeine in your coffee. So anywhere from about 50 to 100 cups of coffee in a day. Oh my gosh. It's almost like reaching maybe water poisoning before (laughs) death by caffeine. I don't know. Okay. So what you're saying is... Don't drink 100 cups of coffee in a day. Take it easy. I think I would be just writhing on the ground before I even got to the super dangerous health category. Okay. All right, Josiah. What's my one big takeaway today? We're going to take away the fact that everything we consume has an impact on us. And when you're knowledgeable about what you're drinking, what you're eating, but in this case, what kind of coffee you got in your cup, Mm -hmm. there's something about knowing how that has an impact an effect on you and it's empowering knowledge is power just knowledge is power exactly well and uh for me it's interesting what i'm gathering is just pay attention to how i feel so if i start to get jittery maybe take it back a notch there you go all right well that's it for our show today um i'm sure there are going to be plenty of people who have plenty more insight or really want to you know take issue with anything that we've said uh we welcome that because we're here for the growth so if you have any interesting information factoids objections suggestions or brilliant ideas please send them in uh and maybe we'll talk about it on an upcoming episode and we'll rebut ourselves with your brilliant knowledge until next time catch you on the flippity sip Ground to Earth is produced by David Furry, Josiah Kent, and Roy Seringo. Editing by Roy Seringo and David Gardner. Video by Roy Seringo and David Gardner. 
Music is by David Furry, Riley Thornton, and Josiah Kent. Thanks for getting Ground to Earth with your hosts, Josiah Kent and myself, David Furry. See you next time.